Welcome to the Far Side of Leadership podcast, where you can have fun, and if you're lucky, learn something about leadership. And now, Terry Farr, your host. Welcome back to the Far Side of Leadership. Today, we're going to be talking, and I may be accused of rambling, but anybody that knows me knows I ramble pretty good anyway, but we're going to be talking about the difference, I guess you'd say, and there's so many similarities between essentialism, minimalism, and just simplification. There's books out there, there's uh, audio books, there's uh, documentaries out there. I will be putting some of that information in the show notes so that you can do any further research on this that uh, you would like. But basically, I I don't know about y'all, but I just love trying to simplify life. I've been working on this a long time. (laughs) Still got a long ways to go. But uh, let's let's talk about essentialism. There's a book. uh, I got it on Audible uh, because I find that I can listen to stuff a whole lot quicker than I can read. But it's essentialism. The Disciplined Pursuit of Less, and the author's name, hopefully I say it correctly, is Greg McEwen, and it is a very good book. I highly recommend that you listen to it and see if you get any tips from it. And let me go ahead and say this. I'm not making any recommendations that you do anything, Uh, just like uh, when... You, if you should watch the documentary on minimalism, um, you're liable to say, well, that's crazy. Well, some parts of it probably are, and I don't know that uh, any of us necessarily want to become a total minimalist or even a total essentialist, but I think we all do want to simplify our life. But let's just touch base on a few things that were in the book Essentialism, and what he basically was talking about was doing only things that he deemed essential. And he gives different stories, you know, that uh, throughout the book, so it, it's it's really good. But part of what he's talking about is learning to say no. I mean, if you're pretty good at doing stuff on different committees. Um, whether it's organizations or church or whatever, next thing you know, you're being invited to do committee work. You're invited to uh, be on different things. And if you're not careful, you just end up saying yes to everything. And when you say yes to something, you're pretty much saying no to something else. And that's basically part of what he's talking about. Uh, when it comes to this essentialism. But basically, what he's also saying is, is this the important thing I should be doing with my time and resources? He said there's three core truths. Number one is I choose to. Number two is only a few things really matter. And number three, I can do anything, but not everything. And so he's talking about 
eliminating the non-essentials. And a good example of what he talked about, and I thought was really neat, was if you go into your closet, and it's probably, my guess, jam-packed. You got stuff in there. Let's be honest, I've got it, you've got it. Even though every once in a while I, I go in there and I'll pull stuff out, I'll give stuff away. But how many things do you have in your closet that, one, you didn't even know you had, or two, you haven't worn in years, but for some reason you're hanging on to it? And the best analogy that, that, that I got from the book really was that we tend to put too much value on stuff that we already have, meaning that, let's, and, and I love T-shirts. I'd rather wear a T-shirt every day than obviously a dress shirt every day. But I have so many T-shirts, it's just unbelievable. Now, most of these, well, a lot of the T-shirts were gifts because people know that I like T-shirts. And if you want to give me one, I wear a size large. But um, anyway, so if you, you got something in your closet, basically the question is, you know, what's it really worth to you? Or another way to look at it is, if you had to go, if you didn't have that, let's just say shirt, would you go out today and buy that same shirt and how much would you be willing to pay for it? So it gets down to, again, I think that too many times we put too much value on our stuff. And I've done this at least twice, probably in the last year, where I've gone into the closet. I pulled out stuff that I knew I wasn't wearing. And, of course, when you get rid of it, you know you're not going to wear it. But I also knew that I probably, the odds of me wearing it was slim and none. So I just pull that stuff out, and, and man, all of a sudden started feeling a little bit better and actually went back and did it again. And I can guarantee you, if I were honest with myself, I could go in there again and say, man, I haven't worn these 15 shirts that I've got hanging up here. So point being is if I, if I go in there, I can get rid of stuff, get rid of clutter, and I just don't have all this unnecessary stuff. And mentally, for me, mentally it frees, uh, frees me up. Again, some of the things that he talked about in, in his book, Essentialism, was multitasking. And he says, you know, and, I'm, and I've said this, there's, there's no way you multitask. But then he gave a couple examples of how you can multitask. You can maybe read a book and chew gum at the same time. But what he but what he was quick to say is you can't multifocus. So there is a difference between trying to do two important things at the same time. You that you can't do. So his definition or part of his explanation of essentialism is doing less, think more and this will produce better outcomes. And he, and he refers to this several times, less but better. He said that non-essentialists think almost everything is essential. Essentialists think almost everything is non-essential. 
So again, in in the very beginning of the book, what he talked about, he gave a good example. This guy was pretty much burnt out, didn't feel like he was really doing everything he needed to do with this company. And then somebody recommended for him to only do the things that were essential, only things that were important. And next thing you know, he got that mojo back, I guess you'd say, and, and they appreciated everything that he was doing for the company. But understand the value of truly great opportunities versus good ones. So explore all your opportunities. An essentialist discerns more so he can do less. I thought that was pretty good. So let's talk a little bit about uh, minimalism. There's a documentary out there on Netflix uh, that was done in 2016. Uh, I, I wish he'd come out with a, a newer one, <clears throat> and I don't think there is one by these particular guys. But uh, but it's called Minimalism, a documentary about the important things. Now these two guys, they were they were young guys uh, uh, when they did this. Well, they're still young, but uh, uh, it was a little bit probably over the top for me. But again, I recommend that you take a look at it, and it, because uh, what they were talking about is, again, too much time we put value on stuff that's really not important. And if we're not careful, we get hung up on the just spending money, living paycheck to paycheck, but we're not really living at all. And, and we're dissatisfied. There's this, you know, disillusion, if you will. We, we think that things are more important than they are. Uh, of course, he said there's a template out there, and it's called Keeping Up with the Joneses. And then he was quick to say that's not the only template. So what they talked about is living more deliberately with less. And if you think about it, I mean, and I think it is it Mark Zuckerberg that... that uh, I mean, he wears the same color T-shirt every day, same whatever every day. I mean, there's people out there that go to the extremes of they don't want to have to make any decisions. They just have, you know, three pair of blue jeans and ten T-shirts, you know. That's that's a little over the top, although it sounds like a pretty good idea. But I think sometimes we just um, we, we have built our... Uh, life around the space that we have instead of building our space around our life. So what happens is sometimes, and and I was talking to somebody about this the other day, that a few years ago, back when things were really booming, we saw a bunch of young married couples going out there building these three and 4,000 square foot houses. And having gone through many recessions and depressions, if you will, I, I, that concerned me that if either one of those uh, breadwinners lost their job, they were going to be in deep trouble. And I bet you a lot of those that have the 4,000-square-foot houses wish they had a whole lot smaller house now just in case something does happen. But on the minimalism, he talked about doing more with less. And basically, all it amounts to is trying to figure out what makes you happy, you know, 
And and I'm just going to sort of wrap up with a little bit of this. He said, imagine a life with less, less clutter, less stuff, less stress, less debt, less contentment, fewer distractions. And imagine a life with more, more time, more meaningful relationships, more growth, more contribution, more contentment. Anyway, I just talked about, you know, uh, our needs versus our wants and uh, having a life purpose. Also, too, um, hey, what about quality versus quantity? I mean, I'd, I'd rather have a good pair of shoes, if you will, that are going to last a while than having three pair of shoes that aren't going to last any length of time. So you sometimes just have to pay for that quality. Hang around the people that have the same uh, values of you, as you. I've talked about this probably several times in different episodes. You become who you associate with. So, you know, just keep that in mind. But the last thing I'll talk about is just simplification. Whether you want to call it essentialism, minimalism, or just simplifying your life. I mean, think about it. How many credit cards do you have? Well, do you owe on all those credit cards? Maybe you need to cut up some, if not all, of those credit cards. And I'm talking to myself, of course. I'm talking to myself in every episode that I do. Do do I need to, is there any debts that I need to get rid of? Because if you've got debt, guess what you should be doing? Thinking about that debt because you don't want to be late on the payment. So are there things that you need to get rid of in your life that's going to free up more time to spend time with your family, for example. What's important to you? What's not important? And go out there and check this stuff out, because I just gave you a little bit of an overview of what they're talking about. Uh, But they go into a whole lot greater detail, and obviously it'll mean a whole lot more to you if you hear it from them. But anyway... See what you think about essentialism, minimalism, and simplification, and make it a great day. Thanks for listening to the Far Side of Leadership podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today. Feel free to share with anyone you think may enjoy the podcast. For more information, visit terryfar.com.